Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. We are standing here only because you made a way. I said we are standing here only because God made a way. I said we are standing here only because God made a way. Wow. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, it's a very important statement. Sometimes you don't know where you are. Or maybe sometimes you don't appreciate where you are because you don't know who laid their life for you to be there. Hallelujah. If you can appreciate that you are sitting here because somebody paid for it. You are having this because somebody did for this. You see, it's, it's, it's that lack of knowing who, what is behind where you are. That makes you sometimes not be appreciative. And you take things for granted. And it makes you talk anyhow. You behave anyhow. But we know that we are only here just because he made a way. Hallelujah. I say, we are standing here just because you made a way. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Yeah. And, see, and that revelation will always make you appreciate you. You always appreciate. You will always say thank you. Yeah. You always say thank you. Because as you are lying in the room, air conditioned, bathing hot water, you have ate cereal, you don't know that it is because somebody made a way. That's what. And, and because of that, some children, that's what makes some children not appreciative. Because they don't know that mommy has to sacrifice for you to enjoy this position. I should tell them. Hallelujah. Come, let me pray for you. Just because you made a way, put your hands together for the Lord. Father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. It will always make us appreciate salvation. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't appreciate our salvation because we don't know what it costs. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church this Sunday morning? Hallelujah. All right. Is there a verse to be learned today? Are you ready? Do you bring your brains to church? Hallelujah. Fantastic. Mark 6 4. 
But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is without honor by his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. Mark 6, 4. And that is why you must, you see, you must learn to honor your prophet. Don't let this... So it's not every prophecy in the Bible that must be fulfilled in your life. Do you know what I said? Don't live your life that every prophecy in your, the Bible is being fulfilled in your life. Hallelujah. So you must learn to... So, let this on, so, so don't let this prophecy be happening. You don't honor your prophets. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So don't let this prophecy happen in your life. Amen. May it not happen in our church. May this prophecy not happen in our church. Hallelujah. So that is why we are getting ready for HYP. Honor your prophet. God has given us a powerful prophet. Amen. So don't forget, May 14th, I'm giving you advance notice. Think about the prophet. Think about his words. Think about the blessing he brings to your life and prepare a special honor for him. Amen. But it says, a prophet without honor. Three places. Your own country. Your countrymen don't respect you. You're among your own kin. That is your family, your tribe. They don't respect you. And the worst one is your own house. <laughs> See, but you should, not, you should not let that prophecy be fulfilled in your life. May that prophecy not be fulfilled in your life. May you honor the prophet in your own house. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Ah. This morning we are going to read scriptures. I like the song that he sang. We are just standing just because he made a way. Hallelujah. So I'm going to preach another line. We are standing here just because he made a way. Hallelujah. It's actually a song about salvation. Amen. It makes you understand and appreciate salvation. Hallelujah. So this morning and uh, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk about salvation, the basics of salvation. So we understand it well, what it means to be saved, what was done for us to be saved. Hallelujah. The type of love that was displayed in salvation. Hallelujah. So this morning, let's talk about greater love. Greater love. Greater love. Hallelujah. John 15, from verse number 12. John 15, 12. This is my commandment. You see, this is not my suggestion. Jesus did not say this is my suggestion. It's my what? You know, there's a difference between a suggestion and a command. Hallelujah. A commandment means what? Do. It's not optional. Hallelujah. He didn't say this is my suggestion. This is my commandment. If you've ever been in the military, they say do before you what? Do before you complain. Hallelujah. Even if you have any complaint, you do. After I can bring a complaint. But now do. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, this is my commandment, not my suggestion. And what was the commandment? That ye love one another. It's a commandment. Oh, Rev, I can't love her. Please, you love her after I can complain. But you. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Oh, Rev, no, 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 I can't love her. After I can bring your complaint. But the commandment is that 
love one another. And then, it, it, the way he puts it is very interesting. Just don't love one another anyhow. Because you can love, okay, okay, sure, okay, I love, okay, okay, hello. <laughs> ah, but I'm loving her, I said hello. No, 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 no. But I'm loving her, I said hi. No. It says no. Don't love by the standard. That's the standard. That ye love on us, I have loved you. So don't love the way you want to love. Because you can say, oh, okay, you say we should love, okay, okay. I love you, I love you, God bless you, I love you. After you screw your face. No, no, no. You see, there's a standard. It's a commandment. It's not optional. Hallelujah. Do you people believe the Bible? I said, do you believe the Bible? Are these the words of Jesus? Uh-huh, thank you. That you love as I have loved you. <laughs> because if you have not put this thing there, we would, all of us would define our type of love. We, we will love according to our standards. Hallelujah. Because some of us love Miss. Hi, baby. Let's get to the bedroom. That's not what it is. You go say, yes, show me your love, girl. No, no, no. He said, the standard is the way I loved you. Not love according to your definition. Because for you, love according to your definition. Girl, you got to show me love, baby. Show me some sugar, baby. <laughs> no, that's not. No, 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 no. He says, the love I'm talking about is as I have loved you. Hallelujah. And then he goes on. To say, greater love, greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. This is the love I'm talking about. Greater love. Greater love. You see, you see by this statement, just to say that there are degrees of love. There are degrees. There's small love. Petit, petit, petit love. Petit. The love is small. Petit love. There's average love. There's above average love. But there's something called greater love. And Jesus said that I loved you with a greater love. And the definition of greater love is the type of love that makes somebody want to lay down his life for his friends. And he said, I don't want to be the only one who has done it. I want you to do that for your friend. Greater love. Greater love. Greater love. Hallelujah. Greater love. Had no man than this. That a man laid down his life for his friends. And this is the commandment I'm giving you. Love one another. As I have loved. Look. It simply means learn to sacrifice for somebody. That's greater love. Because most, some of us, our love is very little. At best, at best, at par, I will not harm you. That's enough. But Jesus, no, no. Greater love. Greater love. Great is greater love. 
I want you to lay down your life. You see, this is my commandment. So by this statement, it means all love are not the same. Did you hear me? All love are not what? I say all love are not what? Yes. Hallelujah. So we are talking about, I'm going to talk about seven things about greater love. Seven things that you should know about greater love. Number one, by this statement, Jesus is telling us all love are not the same. And it's true. All love are not the same at all. There are degrees of love. Are you hearing me? There are degrees of love. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, when they say they love you, it means something else. Something when they love you, it means basics. It means all love are not the same. Hallelujah. Greater love. Bishop tells a story of a girl who was in a relationship with his beloved. Every day quarreling. Every day argument. She does a lot of things for the guy, but the guy doesn't see. Buy her birthday card, the guy doesn't see. So at the point, the way that thing is going, just break up. She was hurt. But she obeyed. And she broke up. And she was sad. Then as the years went by, God healed her heart. And another brother said, I want you to be my beloved. So she went to another relationship. Then, one day, he met Bishop. He said, Bishop, how's the new relationship? He said, I didn't know that all these are part of relationship. Compared to the one that I had. I didn't know that when you are in a relationship with a brother, he calls you, he buys you gifts, he does it. I didn't know. Compared to the one. <laughs> so, it, it means that even in relationship, there are degrees. Some people, when you are in a relationship with them, 50-50, you pay, I pay. <laughs> I pay cable, you pay <laughs> rent. You pay light bill. Everything is 50-50. So he didn't know there's a type of love that when you are in it, everything is taken care of. May you receive that greater love. This type of love that 50-50. You pay rent, I pay what? Electricity. You pay cable, I pay food. Hey! May you receive Are you bothering me? You are too insecure. You are emotionally unstable. So I didn't know. I didn't know that it involves phone calls, birthday cards. She comes to help me. I didn't know that all these are part of relationship. Greater love. I say greater love. I say greater love. So Jesus is saying that all love are not the same. Hallelujah. No love is not the same. There's something called greater love. Hallelujah. May you receive greater love. No, look, all love, all love are not the same. Yeah. 
Some, of, some people, when they say they will take care of you, they really mean it. Some people, when they say, so when some people say, I will take care of you, they really mean it. Some people, when they say they, they will take care of you, what they mean is, bring your resources for me to take care of you. <laughs> you understand? They are taking care of you means you bring your resources for me to take care of you. I hear me. Like the man who bought, the man who bought, it was, it was his wife's birthday. And do you know the gift he bought for his wife? A microwave. <laughs> he bought it on his wife's birthday. He bought her a, a new microwave. It's a self-serving gift. <laughs> Hallelujah. Greater love. Amen. There are different kinds of love. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. In first John, so Jesus said that my love, I'm talking about this greater love. In first John chapter 3, verse 1. First John 3, 1. He says, Behold. You see, he's describing the type of love. He says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Say, look, what manner of love is this? What type of love is this? What manner of love is this? That the Father, God the Father has shown us, that we, you see, you have to understand the scriptures. You see, it says, my love for you was not only to save you. I saved you and adopted you. Of love is this? That's why I say, what manner of love is this? Because you see, there's a difference between you are, let's say you are in school. You can't pay your school fees. Then someone says, okay, I'll pay your fees for you. That's, that's a great relief. Are you hearing me? But when the person says, I'll pay your school fees for you and adopt you, that going forward, all your bills are mine. That's a different level. That's a greater love. And that's what God, Jesus, John said that, look at the love that God showed us. We were sinners. We were some way. We were misbehaving. Not only did he save us from hell, but he has adopted us as his children. What manner of love is this? Hallelujah. That we should be called his sons. Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. You did this last week. You did it two years ago. You have done it again. That's it. I'm done. Little mercy. Your mercy is little. But God has to be rich in mercy. Mercy that does not expire. That's what, it, it, it's that rich mercy that saved you and I. Because you know who you are. Where you come from. The things you have done. Even after salvation, it is his mercy that is keeping you. It's mercy. Honestly, that's why I say, that's why I say that. They say, for by grace, are you saved? Hallelujah. I'm talking about greater love. You, most of us, our love is very little. Our mercy, our mercy is a small bottle. Hey, this is you did. Okay, it's okay. All right. I forgive you. 
The person does the same thing. Okay. It's okay. Third, third time. Listen. You can, I can't take this nonsense. Okay? You cannot take me for a fool. Okay? Once bitten, twice shy. Maccabees chapter 4 verse 10. Yes. The fact that, the fact that, uh, the fact that I'm quiet and peaceful does not mean I'm a fool. Okay? I'm not a doormat for you to walk over me. This is the last time. I'm through with you. Out. Pack your things. That's how you say. If God was to apply that thing to you, you will not be surviving. So God, has, God is very rich in mercy. Rich in mercy. Even, even, when they come, even when they leave, some brothers is like they must live next to each other. Every day they talk. It's like the person is your husband, but every day he's talking to his brother. For a long time. I mean, some families are like that. I mean, you can't help it. They are tight. Every day they converse. Every, if, 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 I mean, every, if, if this person's birthday, the whole family gathers. Then everyone will come. Then this person's birthday. So if you marry into such a family and you are not strong, you can always feel like an outsider. Because me and my brother, they are tight. Me and my sister, they are tight. There are no families like that. Every occasion, all of them will gather. Every occasion. So one time, I, I, one of my friends was married to a family like that. One said, look, I won't go again. Everything is about my family. I won't go. <laughs> I've stopped. <laughs> ah! and, and I agree with him. Every occasion we are meeting. What family is this? It's nice, but please, it's too much. And some families too, occasional. I mean, my family is like that. I might speak to my brother. I, I don't quarrel. Me and my brother, we are very close. But our closeness is not in talking. I call him once in every three months. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> it's true. Even in my house, it's not like my wife calls her family almost every week or every other week. It's not true. Me too. I call my family once every six months. But we are. <laughs> and we are not quarreling. That's, that's how it is. We understand each other. So some families are like that too. And some, some families are tight. But Jesus is saying that the, and, and, but the love of Jesus is greater than the love for you and your brother. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? No, it's far greater. You cannot compare your, the love for your brother or your sister to the love of Jesus. Nah, it's not. Yeah. Why is it so? Because there's a story, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading from you. I'm, I'm, there's a story in, from the book. I'm sharing the book. There was a, the, a brothers, uh, a, a group of brothers, Christian brothers, okay, Christian brothers, f- fellowship. Then one of them devo- developed a kidney problem. So when they went to the doctor, they said, "Oh, because he has a kidney, he needs a kidney transplant. So we need a donor." You understand? The person needs a donor. So the 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 the, 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 the fellowship, well, they were concerned. One of you needs a ki- kidney, so they brought it into prayer. To pray. Of course, you should pray. Kalamama, Father, we need a kidney donor. Then as, as they were praying, the revelation came that one of you must donate their kidney. <laughs> as they were praying. <laughs> then the spirit came. I 
God have answered, there stands among you a donor. May you donate the kidney. So the leader of the population was leading the that. So which of us is going to donate the kidney? <laughs> because the, the word of God is saying that there's a donor among us. <laughs> Place was quiet. Nobody was volunteering. At the prime meeting, you know, everybody was not volunteering. When it was time for tongues, they came. Okay, now donate kidney. <laughs> So they decided that they were going to go by the way of the cast lot to see who the spirit is leading. So the leader of the group took a feather, you know, a feather. And said, going to throw the feather in the air. Whoever the feather <laughs> flies to is the, is the donor. <laughs> so he took, the he took the feather. Then he threw it. Took the feather. And then he threw it like this. And as the father was rolling, and the father was coming towards him. <laughs> that was the end of the meeting. <laughs> yeah. But you see, Jesus did not donate his kidney. He did not donate his heart. He not donated. He gave his life. That is why his love is greater than the love that you have for your brother. Amen. I said, Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Some families are strong, but his love is greater. Hallelujah. Yeah. Greater love. Amen. Number three. The love of Jesus, or the greater love I'm talking about. It's stronger than a love for a woman. Mm, Francis. Yeah. Stronger. It's stronger than a love for a woman. Because you know some people can really fall in love. I love you, baby. You are all my all. Is there anything, I can, anything you need? I can take care of it. And they mean it. Love for a woman. There is so much about love for a woman. People talk about so much about love. Are you in love? Yes, I'm in love. For a woman. So much. And even though some people will go, I mean, it's good to love a woman. Better than love. If you're a man, it's better, to, if you're a man, it's better for you to love a woman than love a man. I'm preaching. If you're a man, you are far better of loving a woman than loving another man. You are a fool. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Jesus is saying, you see, and, 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 you see, I, I'm explaining greater love. And sometimes for the love of a woman, some people will do anything. Oh, yeah. Some people are willing to sacrifice their friends, everybody, because of a woman. Oh, don't you know that? Oh, some people here. Found this girl. I found this girl. And they, they will close their ears to everything. Father, mother. Everything. Because they found a woman. Love for a woman. You have no people who have found a woman. They, they, 
Yeah. Only to be broken. You see, a lot of our songs about broken heart and disappointed is all because of a love of a I'm preaching. When you see people when my heart is broken, I'm disappointed. It's that type, it's that type of love. Love for a woman or love for a man. That type of, you know, sexual relationship love. That's what leads to broken hearts. I gave her all that I had. I picked up him. He had disappointed. Because of that. It's a type of love. Yeah. But that, that is, it is still not at the level of the love of God. It's not at that level. Even though you may give everything that you want to give. I mean, so, look, some women can literally abandon their whole career and follow a man. Oh, true. I mean, they will sacrifice everything just to follow a man. And it's good. But it's not the same as the love of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. I said amen. Yeah. Love for a woman. Yeah. You see, the thing about the thing about the love for a woman, you have to be careful. That's just by the way. You have to be a bit careful. Don't love any see, don't love a woman above God. Be careful. Or the reverse. Don't love a man above God. Because honestly speaking, most love, you see, most this type of love for a woman, my girl, my boy, my girl, they are short lived. What really sustains the relationship is the love of God. Ah, so so don't, don't, yeah, don't be very careful. Don't, 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 yes. Because of one boy you are found out, you don't come to church, you don't do anything, you don't, please, be careful. You will be surprised. You will be very surprised. Because that love is a spice. Anybody who has married before will tell you after a while, the thing is spice. What is keeping us is Christian love. <laughs> Male or female? It's the Christian love. The Bible love. The, the love of God, that commandment, that keeps us together and the word of God. But that emotional sexual attraction, it expires after one week. What are the process? One week. It's gone. Or at, at best one month. Or maybe one year. So to live together and appreciate one another, it takes another type of love, greater love. Greater love. I'm talking about greater love. So, don't sacrifice the greater love for that small love. Because when you throw away the greater love, that small love, it expires. I'm telling you, it expires. Yeah. But because now you are, you are uh, the love for a woman is so strong. Oh, Reverend, I love you. I can't go. Please, be careful. Love him. But don't, don't replace it with the love of God. Greater love. Mm, tell him. Greater love. If you see, let me tell you something. If you see any couple living together happily, they seem not to have a problems. It's not that they're not problems, but greater love has taken over. I say greater love. Greater love has taken over. I'm telling you, I'm preaching. Greater love has taken over. That is why they are living in peace and how many and they are enjoying. Because a greater love which requires that a man should lay down his life. Because to even to, I don't know why I'm going to do it, even to marry successfully, you must lay down your life for one. Because one of the most foolish institutions is marriage. 
in preaching. Oh yeah, I mean, look, I preach under the anointing. It's one of the most foolish things because, because it's one of the things that every day some, one, one person feels being cheated. Every day. Every single day. <laughs> every single day one of them feels cheated. So unless you apply greater love, which is that a man should lay down his life, he cannot sustain it. Hallelujah. Every day. I'm talking about greater love. It's stronger. Look, you see, let me read the scripture that some people don't understand. Or some foolish people have misinterpreted it. I'm preaching Francis. You see, when you read 2 Samuel, chapter 1, verse 26. Second Samuel chapter 1, verse 26. This, you see, this is some people don't understand. I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. This was David speaking. He said, I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. You were very dear to me. Your love for me was wonderful. More wonderful than the, that of women. It's a verse. I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. When, this was when Jonathan died. David said, I am sad because Jonathan, I am crying for you like a brother because the love you showed for me was more, was more than the love for women. David, David was not saying that he was having an affair with Jonathan. You are an idiot. I told you are an idiot if you think that way. At all. David was experienced in the love of women. Who knew, who knew more women than David? I'm talking about Reverend Dr. David. King David. He knew women. Fair, short, black, blue, every type of woman. The person that when he died, the only way to certify that he was dead was to put a woman by him. That's the guy I'm talking about. Don't you go read your Bible. Oh, you know. Oh, Jessica, you know, go and read the Bible. Go and read your Bible. Medic, me, medically, when somebody dies medic, medically, we come and check the heart, the pupils. So it's unresponsible. The person is dead. When David died, the test they did was they put a young lady by David. And then when he woke up, they asked the guy, did he touch you? He said, no. So then he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> then, then the old man is dead. If this man did not touch you, then the old man is really gone. <laughs> yes, yes. He got to be the first. He has to be dead. This guy did not touch you. Then he's dead. Then he's really dead. So he, but he see, so with all his experience, he was saying that look, the love that Jonathan had for me was more. Than the love for women. Because it, 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 it see, what was stated that when you talk about the components of love, because you see, sometimes, sometimes you can even be married to a man or woman, but your brother or sister cares for you more. Because in times of crisis, that wife will disappear. I know people who are married, when they got sick, their wife disappeared, their brother, their sister came to take care of them. 
I know some. The woman disappeared. And the master came to take care. So it means that the, the, the sister's love for the brother is stronger. Because the wife took her back. He said, I, yeah, thank you. You are, you are giving an answer. He said, because he said the, the marriage was for better and better, not for worse. <laughs> it's for better, for better, not for worse. I have done some. I have looked at I me. Mean, you were diagnosed with this condition for five years. After five years, I'm tired. They pack their things. It's, it's not a fairy tale, it's a true story. They go and the, woman, the man's sister would rather come and take care of the brother. So that shows that when it comes to real love, the sister loved you more than the wife. And the reverse is true. Some husbands have abandoned their wife. The sick man was left. So David is talking about, you see, I'm talking about greater love, types of love. You see, and you, see, you see love when it comes to adversity and giving. That's why you see really love. Because love always gives. When it comes to, in times of adversity. And David was saying, look, I had a lot of women. But Jonathan, your love was stronger. Or what David was saying, that I could trust Jonathan more than any of my wives. If I have a real secret, I'll share with Jonathan. This is my wife. If I tell her, I'm dead. <laughs> Are you hearing me? No, no, serious. Greater love. And is that true? Is the reverse also true? So we will say that this is my husband. Yeah. The day I fall sick, that's the day he will leave this house. Even whilst I'm alive and well, he's running other women after me. Let alone when I fall sick. That's why you should know. That's, that, that is why. You should not replace anything above the love of God. It's very, very important. Because one Christian sister was advising another younger woman who was all about my marriage, my husband, because of my husband, I can't come for this, because of my husband. He said, hey, be careful. This is your husband, this is your husband's husband that we are talking about. Because they were at a funeral. He said, where are we? He said, we are at a funeral. So who has died? Another friend's wife has died. He said, have you seen the guy? Even as he's crying, have you seen the woman around him? You will be surprised that the day you die, you'll be replaced. So be careful. Because even as the guy was weeping, some women were, oh, Joe. And you wonder whether they were comforting him or putting applications. <laughs> That's what they are saying. Hallelujah. So greater love. Amen. Be careful. Hallelujah. Do not. Never replace that greater love. Hallelujah. It's good to love. I'm talking about it's good to love. But all those love, it's good to love your brother. It's good to love your wife. It's good to love your husbands. But they all have limitations. Hallelujah. Yeah. The greater love of God is greater than love for a nation. That's another point. Oh, yeah. You know, some people are very nationalistic. They love their country. 
Very, very nationalistic. But the love of God is greater than your love for your country. In fact, among all the love that I'm talking about, the least is the love for your country. For you. <laughs> I'm talking... I say, I'm, I'm talking about the love for a brother, the love for a wife. But for you, the least of your love is the love for your country. I'm preaching. Even the father, I mean, you are, how do I say it's the least of your love? As soon as you came and you were given papers, you abandoned your country and changed your nationality. <laughs> I swear, Indians. The day you were called to swear in ceremony, you came and have a party. You abandoned that country. <laughs> even your accent. Even your accent shows that you have abandoned your country. Hello, hello, excuse me. Even when you go back home, the way you behave. When you get to the airport, they say the nationals and foreigners. You probably join the foreigners line. <laughs> The love is <laughs> the least of the love. Even, even the pride, the pride with which you join the foreign nationals, and when you get to the customs officer, you act like, excuse me, <laughs> laid by a koshi. You know, laid by a koshi. You know, laid by a koshi. Should I say laid by a koshi? One of the guy who abandoned his country. He went back home. Then he took a taxi from the airport. And the taxi driver asked him, where are you going? He said, I'm going to late by a koshi. I'm going to late by a koshi. So the taxi driver thought he was a foreigner. So late by a koshi is 5,000 Ghana cities. And it's like from here to the junction. So when he said, late, you go, sir, you're going to late by a koshi? He said, yes, oh, 5,000 Ghana. The guy said, quiet, let me a koshi. <laughs> Of you who, who come from the country, you understand it. <laughs> the, the local name is Latebiokoshi, which is only about three minutes from the road. But he was trying to act like a foreigner, pronouncing late by Koshi. <laughs> so when they charge you for being a foreigner, then immediately he became local. <laughs> So, so your love for your country is the least. Hallelujah. But the love of Jesus is greater. Hallelujah. Next one, quickly. The love of Jesus, this is very important. The greater love of Jesus is greater than a love for a mother. Very deep. Listen to me. A mother's love for a child is very strong. I mean, mothers really love their children. Mothers really. Isaiah. See, Isaiah. Isaiah 49, 15. Isaiah 49, 15 says, Isaiah 49, 15. Can a mother, not can a father. You see, not can a father. It can never be can a father. And there, there's a reason. See, you, you know, there's a reason. 
You see, you see, there's something called comparative analysis. Yes, sir. We, 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 we can say the rule. Can, uh, maybe, can, can, uh, can, um, what's, what, what's, this, what's this basketball team? I mean, um, can, um, can the basketball, the one, uh, the, uh, Golden, huh? can Golden State beat Cleveland? You understand? We can argue that. Because they are comparative. Or will Cleveland beat Golden State? Because that, that's a, you can say, oh, can Golden State beat, beat Burkina Bay 11? I mean, it's not. Jonas, Jonas, Jonas. <laughs> Jonas the star. <laughs> I mean, Burkina Bay 11, Jonas, with Jonas the star. I mean, they are not compared at all. So you cannot make that argument. But you can make an argument of, can Golden State beat Cleveland? Because they are quite. So the, when the Bible said, can a mother, not a father, a mother, because a mother's love for a baby is far stronger than a father's love. Yeah. I'm telling them. If, if, no, look, a mother's love. See, that is why, that is why, even if you are married, after a while, you have to learn to understand your wife. Because what you think is a misbehavior from the child, she doesn't see it way. As you are saying, oh, enough, send him out. No. A mother's love is different. So the Bible says, one of the strongest love, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child he has born? Yeah. Can a mother? Can a mother forget? Yeah, because mothers have strong love. Mothers have strong love for their babies. You have no idea. Yes. That is why one of the amazing things I find is when I find a mother who does not know where the child slept, where the child are going, everything is by the father. I say, are you really a mother? Sometimes I question some of the mothers. Are you really a mother? You don't know where the child ate. Sometimes you wonder. Because a mother's love is different. A mother's love is different. A mother's love is different. If you are really a mother, mothers! No. See, that is why Solomon, you see, Solomon made that judgment using how strong a mother's love is. Do you know that judgment? The two women, the two women, the one whose child died, and he said, another. Solomon knew that there's something about a mother that a mother's love for a child is so strong. So if I run this test, the true mother, and when he ran the test, the true mother who had compassion for the child, he knew that, so are you saying we should divide my child? No, then I'd rather my child go somewhere than be divided. So how strong a mother is. But if you're, if you're not a mother, you can say, let it be divided. That's how strong a mother's love is. Not a father's love. When Elijah, when uh, uh, Elisha Pray for the Shunammite woman. And the woman had a baby. And the baby says, one day the child was sick. And they brought it to the father. The father said, take him to your mother. Which is, which is, not, which is not strange. It was the father. The father saw. Hey, Julie, the child says, yes, I had to go. Hey, 
The father said, Doctor, forgive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just say he has a headache. Send him to the father. The father said, Send him to his mother. Because, so God is saying that, yes, one of the strongest love you can see on earth is a mother's love for a child. But yet, okay, he said, though she may forget, he said, though she may forget, I will not. Because he said that, yes, as strong as a mother's love is for a child, yet there comes a time a mother can forget, but I will not. It means my love for you is stronger than a, love, a mother's love for a child. Because no matter how strong a mother's love is, very few mothers will die for their children. They will cry for the child. They will weep for the child. But they will not die for the child. But some mothers, even, some, some, some mothers, they will trade the child for another man. You will say that as the husband has died and another man is coming and the children say, no, 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 no. Mommy, don't marry him. Don't marry. He will tell her, look, it's my life. He said, it's my life. I need to be happy too. Yeah. I don't care whether you children like him or not. It's my life. I need, and they say, I need to move on. Your father is dead and gone. Your father died. I've been in this situation for a while. You guys have to get over it. Whether you're happy or not, I need to move on. Yeah. But God's love is stronger. Amen. I said God's love is stronger. Amen. So yes, your mother may even abandon you. God says, I will not abandon you. I'm talking about greater love. So, in summary, we should never elevate any of this love above the love of God. Hallelujah. I hear me. All right. I'm, out of, I'm not out of words. I'm just out of time. We'll continue next week. Stand up to your feet. We're close. Greater love. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, we are here just to make a way. Thank you for greater love. He said, this is my commandment, that you should love one another. We thank you this morning for greater love. For the love, greater love. For God, for God, so while we were yet sinners, God commanded his love towards us, oh God. We thank you for greater love. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lover of my soul, Jesus, I will never let you go. Yes, Lord. 
you for the greater love. You said, this is my new commandment. That you love one another. Just as I have loved you. For greater love than that. Greater love, greater love, greater love. Oh God, that's no man. Oh Jesus, Lord. Appreciate your great love, my God. We love you, Jesus, oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Oh, my Savior, my closest friend. beloved he said this is my new commandment that I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you for greater love, greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life he says in Ephesians it is by grace are you saved for God who was rich in mercy commended his love towards us that was we are yet sinners Send his son. Brothers and sisters, if you are here this Sunday morning and you are not born again, you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He said, I came to die on the cross. I hung, I hung on Calvary. I shed my blood just so that you will go to heaven and not hell. For the Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die and after that judgment. Which way will you go? Heaven or hell? That is why we preach. That is why we talk about Christ. That is why we talk about salvation. This Sunday morning you are here. You are not born again. You have not taken that decision. It's a simple decision but a very important decision. Simple but very important. You must be born again. You need to be saved. So with every eye closed and every head bowed, it is a very simple process. It's not complicated at all. It is very simple. It's very simple. You have to believe in God. Number one, you have to confess with your mouth. Number two, number three, it must be before a witness. One person, two person, whatever it is, you need to do that. And when you do that, you shall be saved. When you do that, then you are accepting the greater love. Don't throw away the greater love. So with every eye closed and every head bowed, you are not born again, please lift up your hand and I pray for you. Greater love is being offered to you. Greater love is being offered to us. There is room. Greater love is being offered to us. Father, we thank you this morning for greater love. The love that is stronger than the love for a brother. Love for a woman. Love for a nation. Love for a child. That's strong love. We thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. 
Take your seat for a few minutes and let's get our first step. See, it is, tell me about it is stronger than a love for a brother. See, it is stronger than a life for a, a, than, than a love for a woman or a man. Tell the person, don't love any man or woman above God. Yeah. It's very important. Say, greater love is stronger than a love for a country. Say, especially you. Tell the person, greater love is stronger than the love of a mother for a child. If I tell a person, greater love is stronger than the love for a job. It's stronger than the love for a school. It's stronger than the love for a relationship. You see, they would have said that these are the reasons why we abandon greater love. But don't trade any of these things for greater love. Amen. 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 Share the grace. Amen. God bless you. Lay school. 